What's up, what's up, welcome to the show Just to let you know, this is not the normal intro I do a different one every week Why don't you take a peek after you listen to this But I'm glad you're here, can you lend me an ear? I got a lot of things I wanna share like this oh. and that And this and that and this and that and this and that and this Ah, he's breaking down <laughs> Roll the intro What's up, y'all? Anyways, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Do I have a special one for you today? Um, Happy Black History Month, by the way. We here, and we not leaving. Y'all dragged us here. Y'all dragged my ancestors here, so don't be complaining when we start stealing the spotlight. (laughs) Anyways, uh, this month, I'm really doing my best to have people of color on the podcast, especially black people. Um... Yeah, so let's just hop right in, because this week, I got the amazing opportunity to talk to the amazing Fentress Chestnut Fountain. Fentress is a TV slash news reporter at WHKY. She's also a wife, a mom, a videographer. She actually owns her own video production company called the FPC Channel. The FPC Channel shoots weddings, documentaries, does photo shoots, you name it. Fentress has just recently started producing a new show called IPVM. IPVM is a short docuseries that features aspiring and professional models and then documents the entire process of some pretty cool shoots. Uh, without further ado, let's just hop right in and learn more about Fincher's Chestnut Fountain. Hey, Marcus. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. <laughs> no problem. I actually, like, first of all, I just want to let you know how grateful I am and, like, honored that you even said yes to being on this thing. Because my podcast is usually just, like, all over the place. Uh, it's usually me talking to, like, some close friends of mine or people in the same field as me and mm-hmm. you're just amazing for coming on well thanks for asking me i appreciate yeah, it no problem well how how's it going how's this uh this um quarantine life treating you um it is kicking my butt actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean like most people it's a lot of changes to get used to um a lot of yeah. working from home working remote learning how to get the job done um from a distance basically is really different with reporting because a lot yeah. of my stories are are zoom like um right. or doing interviews with the mask on so it's a little different and then of course my three-year-old he's not in daycare anymore because of the pandemic for safety he's with right. me so that's a little extra but <laughs> we're getting wow. through it. <laughs> i didn't know that well i'm glad you're you're uh still here and getting through it and have a smile through it so i gotta i wrote down some questions because i just want to ask okay. you some questions <laughs> i know i'll probably ask you this before through times that we met and stuff like that but mm-hmm. uh, i just want to know what got you interested in journaling or being a news reporter and then what led to you being in the position you're in right now? Well, um, well, I guess it started off when I was in elementary school. We had this little thing called WDAV, which was the announcements that you do. It wasn't, you know, real announcements. They give you a little cardboard to do the, <laughs> the weather. Right. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. And then when I got to high school, um, there was a similar program where it was on television. You do the morning announcements. You say the word of the day. You talk about, you know, what the school is serving, everything like that. Um, and then I had an internship with CCC and TI, which is like, you know, Caldwell Community College. Okay. I went to West Caldwell and I did that my senior year. And then from then on, when I got to college, I was like, you know what? I kind of like this. And so that is what sparked me majoring in communications. Mm. And 
I also majored in criminal justice in college. So both of those were kind of, you know, okay. I wasn't sure which right, one I right. wanted to do. Yeah. And so then when the WHKY internship opportunity came along, I took that and I've literally been there ever since. Like the internship turned into a part-time job and the part-time job turned into a full-time, full-time job. job. So that's kind of how it happened. So how, how long have you been there at WHKY? I have been there since 2014. And it's wow. 2020. Yeah, I couldn't even count the years. I feel almost. like yeah. I feel like even though I was what thirteen, <laughs> I feel like I remember that for some reason. Like I, I feel like I remember seeing you on the TV and be like, "Oh, she's new." Yeah. Okay. Okay, Miss Melanin, that's so cool. So are you the? You're like the only black reporter at WHKY, right? Yes, I'm the only black person on at the company. Period. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's, that's so cool. I think I I just think that like. That's so good for people to see, especially in a place like Hickory, especially it being so small, like having like having people of color represented in so many fields. And then in this field, it, mm-hmm. it's just it's just really cool. So, like, are you always zipping around the city to, like, catch a story or how, how does that work? It is tricky. Um, a lot of times I will get press releases come to me and then my news director will decide, hey, I want you to cover this story. Or he'll say, you know, come up with your own topics. And of course, I like when I get to come up with my own topics because I get to talk about things that I think, you know, deserve coverage, whether it be somebody messaging me on Facebook or someone emailing <laughs> me saying, hey, my company has this or that. Can you do this? And yeah. that's how I go from stories. Whoa. So okay, 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 cool, cool. But it's it's different. And then like last night, I was just out um, getting some KFC, and I passed by this car had rolled into a convenience store. So I was like, oh, that's a story. Sometimes Both. it just happens. So <laughs> right, you right. Never so, know. You, so you just got out right away and and covered it, right? Pretty much. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Speaking of KFC, I've I've been having this debate with my girlfriend. Have you ever had Popeyes too? Yes. Okay, which one do you like better, KFC or Popeyes? It depends on the service, honestly, because if you go to the wrong Popeyes, they might be out of everything. You're right. So, and then <laughs> right. I don't, You're right. And then I don't have any choice but to go to KFC. <laughs> exactly. <So>. Exactly. <laughs> I, I prefer K. Well, I like KFC because they have grilled chicken, and no other place serves grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. But Popeyes, you cannot beat their fried fish and shrimp and chicken. Ooh. So I'm a Popeyes lover, but it's just for service. I gotta go to KFC. I got you. Yeah, I I've gone to Popeyes and the Hickory a couple times, and they're always out of. Everything. The one thing I want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Have you had the chicken sandwich? I mean, it's been out for a while. Have you had it yet? I have. I have. I actually, I love it, but it's so huge. Like, what? I, it is. It's, I can it's, scarf it's, it's, that it's thing down, Fentress. Not I me. I. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's a big meal for me. I'm, but I'm the same way. Like, I guess I'm more of a um, a nugget type of girl anyway. So when I go to Popeye's, I honestly, I don't really even get the chicken sandwich. I normally just Ooh. get the fish and the shrimp. So Okay, I've never had the fish. I've had the shrimp. I've never had the fish. The fish? Cool. I need tell- to try it. Yeah, the fish is fire when they have it. When okay. they have it. <laughs> okay, I'll have to get it. Well, recently, I've just, I've converted over to Popeye's. Popeyeism. I'm sorry. I had KFC the other Popeye-ism. day. Popeyeism. Yeah. <laughs> Popeyeism. Um, I just KFC was not hitting it the other day. And it um, but I think it's out here. Like KFC in North Carolina is better than KFC in LA. In North Carolina's way more seasoned and like um I just don't know what they do. I don't know how that's even possible. But um since it's a chain, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like it's whatever. I'm gonna put you on the spot here real quick 
Um, what what do you think one of the, like the craziest stories is that you've ever covered, or like maybe it puts you in like a dangerous situation, or it was just like crazy in general that like you keep in the back of your head till the till this day. <sighs> the craziest, I think. The whole Trump era was just crazy mm-hmm. uh, to begin with. When it comes to pol- well, I think politics in general are always my craziest stories because you never know what to expect. I've covered a variety of stories, and I think the craziest one was when we had the Trump rally, uh, not the one, the most recent one. You know, I'm talking about the one before he was even elected when he was running for president. We had one at LR back in yeah, 2016. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And I, you know, I was I, I was just now getting you know, the hang of live going to social media live. And so I did a whole live report. And some of the answers that I got were just, you know, they were everywhere on both sides, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it wasn't really, it wasn't anything when you, Facebook Live came on. It was like, it was a different kind of reporting for me because you really got to experience, oh, you just got to experience everything yeah. as, for what it was as opposed to, okay, let me edit this out. It was just live and right right exactly well how with it being with you being a reporter and usually having to stay like neutral in situations how is that do you find that pretty hard for you or is that pretty like easy sorry that was mom life that calls but <laughs> yeah, good. but yeah it it is I'm not even gonna lie it is difficult sometimes not necessarily just like on the reporter end, because it's easy for me to be neutral as a reporter because that's my job. That's just what I'm trained to do. Yeah. Like, I'm never, it's, I've always been, you know, known to get both sides. Mm-hmm. What you believe is what you believe. What this person believes is what they believe. Uh, my job is to just report what's going on. Period. Yeah. Like how you want it. Um, outside of the camera, sometimes it, it's, it's hard to digest everything, if that makes sense. Like, when I get done covering a story. You know, I feel differently when I come home about it. Obviously, yeah, nobody will like, ever be uh, able to know right, that. Yeah, I'm right. like, oh, I'm glad this day is over. I don't want to have to go through that again, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's difficult, you know, coming home and trying to de-stress sometimes. But on the job, I've actually come to terms with it. It's just, it is what it is. That's the job of being a reporter. You can't really, you have to have thick skin. You can't yeah. really be a reporter if you're not willing to bite your tongue sometimes most so. definitely most have well at the beginning like when you were just starting out was there ever like a moment where you were like i don't know like well i mean i don't know that was before this whole trump era so i guess i don't, I don't know but was there ever like a moment where you were like uh questioning a little bit if you if you're if you're gonna be good at like staying like you know positive and up up about every situation um, there were times where people have tested me. I'll just say that I, <laughs> I never doubt my ability of reporting because I know how to do my job. Yeah. But there has been times where people have really tested my character. Like they'll, mm-hmm. they'll just say stuff out of pocket or they'll just do the most. And I really just have to control myself mm-hmm. and realize like, it's okay. You can't, you know, you can't please everybody. There's always going to be somebody mad about exactly. something. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just a matter of just, yeah, I guess, picking your battles. In some situations, there has been times where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to let this stand. I have to speak out because they're not only attacking me, they're attacking people that look up to me as well. Right, But in right. other situations, when people say stuff, it's kind of just like, eh, whatever. You're yeah. crazy. So right. it's just, <laughs> and there's a lot of, uh, whatever, you're crazy type people. <laughs> and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you just, you just kind of just got to roll with the punches, I guess, is the best right. way to put it. Exactly. I love that. I love that, that mindset. So um, I want to talk a little bit about 
uh, the FPC channel. So when did you, was that something you had started before you took on the job or is that something you've started more recently? That's something I started right, well, back in 2017. So I've been at WHKY for what, four years in or three years in? My math might be wrong. But anyway, yeah, I started, <laughs> right. I started that in 2017 and that's when it became an LLC. And I started just doing wedding videos for people and I started doing prom videos for people. And it turned into, I was bringing in, you know, money so much mm-hmm. money at a time, I was just like, you know, I need to go ahead and turn this into an LLC. Yeah. And I need to just start, you know, branching off and marketing for more companies and things like that. And so it kind of just grew um, because originally my husband was the one who even gave me the idea because I was just all about news, 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 period. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even really thinking about let me have my own company. But my husband is like, you know, you do all this work for the news station. But, you know, what are you bringing in for yourself? You yeah. might as well just invest in your own camera and create mm-hmm. your own and I was like hmm, all right and so that's how it's been ever since literally people just started coming and I would create different ideas and yeah it's been flowing that's so like that. cool that's so I love like that, that's so cool I used to I used to do some freelancing um when I was like 15 or 14 I, I couldn't like I wasn't uh 16 so I couldn't get a job yet so mm-hmm. I would like do some videography work or like graphic designing I just like I like I feel a little proud of myself when someone comes to me and I bet you do too. Like someone comes to you with like a uh, with an idea, and then you can bring it forth for them at the end of the day. Yep, it is. Yeah. It's, I think that's that's the most pleasing thing about doing freelance because nobody really understands unless they do the job, mm-hmm, like how mm-hmm. much time it takes to edit it, how much time it takes to create something that you're really hoping they enjoy. And so when they're like, "Oh my god, I love it," you're like, "Oh my god, I love it." Too. <laughs> yeah, it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding. <laughs> what people don't tell you is that like you sometimes you can get so wrapped up in what you think you're like supposed to be doing that you forget to, you know, do stuff for yourself that makes you happy. And then you can also yeah. make an income from doing that too right i I love like telling people that and when people like discover that um okay i'm putting you on the spot again all these questions i'm putting you on the spot just it's fine i'm used (laughs) to it (laughs) so um uh, i wanna who were like three people who have been the most influential to you this could be now or like people that helped you uh, along the way coming into your career? That was to be my parents. And I put them in a, in a one category. I okay, can't separate okay. the two because right. they're just pretty similar. So you that's can. one. <laughs> yeah. My son has actually been very influential. Oh. What's your son's like, name? What's your son's name? Ali. Like Ali. Muhammad Ali. Okay. Ali, yeah. He okay. has been very influential in my life. Mm-hmm. And then before Ali, I would have to say my husband. So honestly, it all boils down to family. I mean, obviously, I admire a lot of people, but I can't really say that they've influenced what I've done. My influence has always been came from the people close to me, because at the end of the day, I'm more I'm like that type of person where I don't really focus on what anybody else thinks unless they have blood, same blood Mm -hmm. as me or, you know, pay my bills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless they're that like in like important and close to you, yeah, I mm-hmm. I I feel you. I feel like the closer people are, the more they can like make an impact on on you. Well, how uh, I want to talk about that. What, how's your how's your son like influenced you? <laughs> well, <laughs> he has definitely made me look at life differently, and I mean that in every aspect of life. Um, whenever I became a mom. It changed my whole work ethic because before I had him, I was able to put out so many products like boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. And so in my mind, never having a kid 
you know, when I would see other people talk about how stressful it is, I would just be like, man, y'all just don't know what you're doing. Happens. Boy, God really <laughs> showed me, like, he shut my whole mouth, like, completely. Because it's been, it's, it's been demanding. I find that literally the only time I could really get to myself was when he sleep. So I spend more time as a night owl working on my projects. Like, he'll go to sleep late sometimes, and I'll stay up to, like, four in the morning so I get Ooh. my stuff done, because that's the only time I can get it done. Right, right. So he's definitely influenced my time management as far as working as far as the way I view people um like I was saying earlier Mm -hmm. before you know it used to be where I would let stuff get to me a lot but now that I'm a mom it's even more of that mindset of okay if you're not family then it really doesn't matter to me my whole focus is just is he good is he okay how is this gonna affect him right so he's just changed my whole my whole yeah turned it upside down right 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 yeah i mean things like that can do that i'm 19 so i cannot talk (laughs) talk a lot talk a lot on it (laughs) but but yeah that's so cool to hear okay um so um with ipvm i want to talk a little bit about that too so what made you want to start this little docuseries well, for this, I can't even really take full credit. I mm-hmm. was doing a news interview for WHKY, and I was interviewing this fitness model. Her name was Marisol, and she was in a contest for, you know, world's most physically fit woman. Mm-hmm. She did awesome, and she is gorgeous. She looks like Halle Berry. Okay. But with, but with ass. Halle Berry don't crash. <laughs> <laughs> so she looks like that. But the man who was doing her photographs, his name is Greg Bailey, and he's the owner of Vision Photography. And so whenever he saw my news uh, coverage, he was just like, hey, you know, me and you should really work together and do something because he knew I was a videographer and he was a photographer. He was like, we should do some more projects like this. And so it kind of just spiraled from there. We did the shoot for her and we loved it. And we were like, why don't we turn this into something even bigger? I've already been doing shows before where I focus on like entertainers and everything like that. But since he does photographs, obviously he deals with a lot of models. Right. And so we were just like, why don't we just do it kind of like America's Next Top Model thing, but turn it into something that we do, focusing on local girls who have never yeah. had any experience with modeling or people who he already has worked with who have big names for themselves. And so it's kind of, we've just started it. So we're kind of still just, you know, ironing out the small details, right, making sure right, it looks good. Right. But so far yeah. it's been doing it's been doing good, but definitely the idea was a, a joint process between me and him. So. That's so cool. Yeah, I definitely wanted I wanted to bring you on because I, I like I watched both of the episodes and I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, let's talk about it and people can <laughs> view it and people can follow it and stuff like that. Um, uh, hold on, I was about to say something. I totally, <laughs> totally forgot. Do you ever have those moments? Have you ever had one of those moments like on TV? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so embarrassing. Yes, it is because. But luckily for me, most of the time when I have those moments, I'm doing something pre-recorded. So oh, if I like okay. blank out, I can be like, "Let me edit that out." But if it's live, oh yeah, I just gotta say something stupid and keep. Going. <laughs> do you have? Do you have like a story? Do you have like a little a moment that you remember? So, yes, one okay. time, and this is when I first started, and it and I was so embarrassed because I was new to it mm-hmm. and this was it was even pre-recorded but when I did it a lot of times like what newscasters do will be like three two one and then we'll talk about the story yeah well I had messed up on the wording of the story and I was like damn let me do it again mm-hmm. and I was editing and everything and when it finally aired on the news I realized I forgot to edit that part out where I said damn let me do it again <laughs> so that actually aired on tv and it was so embarrassing. No. Did and you I get thought, like an email from your news director? No. My boss like 
He's a good boss. So, like, I thought I was going to be in trouble because, you know, I just started. I was like, oh, my God, my career is over. I just started. He texts me, and um, he was like, it's, it's a good day today, right? Or should I say a damn good day? And I was just like, oh, my goodness. So he was, he was cool about it. He was just like, you know, be more cautious. Make sure you iron out all your details before you send it to the system because, you know, once it's out there, it's out there. Right. So, yeah, that was embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and right as you started out, too. Uh, yeah, I was just like, this is, this is it. <laughs> I'm done. That's crazy. Um, well, okay, other question. So uh, what is one common myth about your profession or your field that you think people have for it that you want to just like debunk? Ugh, okay, this is my big thing. Yes, I am influenced by my family only and I don't let things get to me. But I think a really common misconception that makes me so upset is when people say that journalists don't care that we're just like little robots who only want to get the story and that's mm. it when that's not the case at all because mm-hmm. that bothers me anytime I do a story and it's on whether it be an accident or a homicide anything the people that I'm reporting gonna matter to me because I know it could easily you know be me their loved right. ones their mothers they're they're yeah. they're just like you and me and so anytime I do a story people always think that journalists are gonna be those type of people that run to your door with a camera you're gonna talk to me no matter what but it's not like that it, yeah. it really isn't. Honestly, it's just like, if you want to talk to us, talk, and we'll get it out there. But if you don't, I can't speak for all journalists, but I'm just the type of person, if you don't want to talk, that's fine. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't go sensationalizing whenever a story comes out. It's more so, this is what happened. Again, I'm going to report it. Take it yeah. how you take it how you feel. And mm-hmm. so when people inbox me and are saying like, hey, this, this is what happened. Can you do something on it? I'm like, sure. You know, give me the details. I'll get it done. But I think that's the the part that bothers me the most is people's views of journalists. They always refer to us as the media twists this, the media does that. Yeah. And the media is a bunch of different individual journalists. Every journalist has their own personality, their own perception of things. So mm-hmm. you can't refer to put, put everybody in the same group and say we're all like that. That bothers me. Because we're, I mean, we're all human. People forget that. Uh, we're all human. We all have feelings and emotions towards situations. And just because, like, our profession is uh, is a profession where we have to stay neutral doesn't mean that we will have an opinion like ourselves, you know what I mean, when the cameras are mm-hmm. off. But, yeah, okay. Have you ever seen the movie Nightcrawler? Uh, I've heard of it. I don't Jake think I've seen it. Uh, you should watch it. Well, it's a little, I mean, it's not, it's a movie about, like, this um, this guy who, I wonder if you've ever experienced this. Like, uh, has there ever been like any, they're called night crawlers, like photographers that'll come to the scene where you're at, um, that like, you don't even know. Have you ever seen, Uh, ever experienced that? Only, only when I've done like huge stories when like every single reporter is there. And Mm -hmm. even then, you know, I don't really, cause I honestly, I don't know. Only people that I know, like I see, you know, on a, maybe at least weekly basis is the ones who report in this area, like Hickory mm-hmm. Daily Record, mm-hmm. Dave Ferretti from Channel 9, C from WBTV, and that's it. So everybody else, no, I don't know them. So I guess okay, technically okay. they would be like Nightcrawlers, I guess, since I don't well, know them. But. No, well, Nightcrawlers actually, no, no, no. <laughs> Nightcrawlers don't work for, like, uh, a corporation. They're just, like, freelance photographers that shoot, like, uh, like crime scenes or just scenes, and then they go to the news stations and they sell their pictures 
for or videos like, like TMZ or something like that. Yeah, kind of like they... TMZ, like paparazzi, but like on a low key scale. I don't know. Anyways, the movie's good. Uh, you should watch it. But in that movie, I'll they kind of check it out. They kind of portray these, um, this one like news station as um, well evil in a sense because mm-hmm. they they uh, she was like they were just putting like crime up. They were like we need the crime stories because their numbers were dropping or whatever, and it was like right. ugly. But you you should watch it. Just <laughs> and that's one thing I can't even I can't even sit here and say that, that doesn't happen because mm-hmm. I know that that you know that does happen. So. Part of me, I can see why people feel that way because there are news stations out there that are like that. That's one of the things I learned. Like, it's a lot of, it's sad to say, but it's like, if it bleeds, it leads. If like, if it's a really traumatic story yeah. or something, you know, this happened, they're going to, it's going to get aired, you know, mm-hmm. and people look at that as in like, okay, well, the journalist has reporting on it. She doesn't care about it. But no, that's really not even the case. It's just that if that's what the boss says, hey, this is what's going to air. It's like, they tell us a lot of times there's this, stories that I do not want to cover. Right. Like I, just, I don't want to be involved at all, but mm-hmm. I don't own the station. So exactly. it's like, Pinterest, you go cover it, you report it. And I'm like, this is what's going on, guys. <laughs> and so it makes me look like the bad guy. And that's right. the bad thing about journalism is that mm-hmm. even though the news directors are calling the shots, it's our faces that are out there. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, did you... Um... Oh my gosh, one of these other moments that I really want to... I, good... <laughs> I had a good question... Um, oh yeah. If you ever, if you ever like relocated in the future, would you want to go to like another station? Um, no. no? Okay. No. okay. 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 Definitely not. And that is that, that's one of the big reasons like my son changed me because before that, like I said, I was all about news. I was all about working under someone and just trying to, you know, reach the top notch level in the news industry. But I realized you can do my goal is to report on the things that matter to me, you know, mm-hmm. what I find to be interesting and what I find needs to be out there. And I can't do that working for a corporation. You know, most of these stations right. are on by NBC, ABC, whoever. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be what you, they're always going to have an agenda that they have to follow. Not necessarily an agenda, but there's certain things they have to follow when they're, when they're reporting. But the only way I can really have, independence completely is by working for myself as a news reporter so i can't do that on our station okay well would you say that's the answer to this question (laughs) um if you could remove all barriers and constraints uh what project would you do like if you could remove all like money problems life problems money was no object yeah i would literally like if i didn't have to make money Mm -hmm. i would literally have like my own I keep doing what I'm doing with IPV and other shows like that. I would mm-hmm. give other people a platform like you're doing with your podcast. That's what I would okay. I would be a junior little miss Oprah. Like okay. I would have my own talk show yeah, all the time. Because that's what I like to do. Yeah, I like to talk to people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, you're really I don't good at it. cars and be like, you get a chicken sandwich. You get a chicken sandwich. I'm not really up for I don't have the car type money, but yeah, you're right. Money's no object. I guess I get a car. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, with that, would you want to only be known by that project, or would that just be, like, one of the things you would do? That would be one of the things, because there's so many things I like to do. My, that's one thing I don't like about myself. My mind just runs everywhere. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh, one minute, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, there's a commercial audition? Let me do that. And then another <laughs> minute, I'm like, oh, there's a news story? Let me cover that. Yeah, just, yeah. My mind is everywhere. No, so I'm kind of same. That's yeah. yeah I, I'm <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm always I like to dip my toes in like 
a bunch Everything. of different things. It's but mm-hmm. that's that's a good thing. That makes you like well-rounded like you get a you get a little peek at every like field and mm-hmm. a peek at every like little aspect of life and you can kind of it it uh it helps you like empathize with people more. It helps you understand people more. It probably helps you as definitely a reporter cuz you can, you know, do you write up your own um do you write it up depends. everything yourself? Yeah, okay. It, it depends. Sometimes if there's a press release, then we have to basically go off what the press release says. Like if they send it out and said, this is the number of coronavirus cases, obviously we can't reword it and be like, well, no, actually it's this. You got to go exactly by what it says on the press release. But when it comes to like people who inbox me and they're like, hey, can you cover this story? Then I get the right exactly, you know, what happened, my interpretation mm-hmm. of it and everything like that. So it just depends on the okay. story. Gotcha. I saw recently you got to um you got to an interview with I can't remember his name. Is it is an actor? Michael uh, Ely. Yeah. How did how did that how how did that happen? Uh, well, it's it's through another corporation. It's called like a Junket Productions. They get these celebrities who have satellite interviews. They do media tours um, mm-hmm. where they're in one location and they go across the country with different reporters. And I'm the reporter that they choose for the Charlotte market. And I can choose to to do accept the interview or not. And depending on, you know, it, I that's the one I get free reign on. They send me a bunch of different people. And if it's somebody, I'm like, oh, that could be interesting. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna do that. And so of course Michael Ely, like Yeah, of course. I mean, you're, 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 yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do that one. You know, well, how, I'm a female, how was that? he's gorgeous. So. Yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> how was that? It was great. He was very humble. Um, he was very easy to talk to, obviously. He answered the questions. It mm-hmm. wasn't nerve-wracking or anything like that. He just he made it he made it easy. He was very honest with his answers, I could tell. And it was just pretty much we were talking about his movie Fatal, which is, you know, in theaters. It's on Prime as well, which is a right. good movie. You should check it out. Okay. But um yeah, it was it was interesting and it was a okay. fun interview. Cool. Yeah, I mean you're even easy to talk to, so I bet it was like easy like flowing through <laughs> this has been one of my easiest like podcasts i'm usually having to well, like, cool. <laughs> like pull <laughs> exactly I mean, i'm usually having to like pull uh stuff from here and there um but yeah those were those were pretty much all my questions i i got okay. everything i got everything out um okay. honestly we can we can end right here i have a class soon so i can like okay go to class soon <laughs> Um, I got a got a toddler. Yeah, my, yeah. On my nerves, I understand. <laughs> Ali, go ahead. I know you want to say hey. You hey, Ali. Like in my way. What's say up? Hey, you wave at him. Uh, okay, he's on his craziness. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there any any last uh, things you want to say? Anything you want to uh, put out there? Um, thanks for having me and everybody listening. Just have fun, be safe, and yeah. live your life to the fullest and try not to let people get on your nerves too bad. <laughs> That's it. Wise words for Avengers. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. I will. We'll, we'll talk later. I'll let you know when this is out and everything. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. cool. Bye. Transition music. And that was the mating sound of... Ah, <laughs> uh, no, but in all honesty, this is a great podcast. Thank you guys for sticking around. This is the short segment where I bring in Jaciana to talk about what she just listened. What do you think?
Um, How do you think about Finches? I loved it. I thought it was a great podcast. Um, but yeah, I really, I <laughs> no, I I thought I was telling Marcus that she just sounds like so animated and like this Disney like <laughs> character, and I just I don't know. I liked it a lot. Um, <laughs> I liked how Michael Ely was brought up, like that. He, you're interviewing somebody. Oh, yeah, him. you like Michael Ely. I do. I love Michael Jocelyn Ely. Jocelyn told me personally she would leave me if Michael OMG, Ely no. came in. I'm sorry. I don't have much <laughs> more to say, but um, <laughs> I thought it was great. I just dropped my um, interface on my toe, but yesterday I accidentally threw a macbook computer charger at jocelyn it landed right it, on ball of my ankle her ankle ball my ankle ball so now it's swollen yeah so now he gets <laughs> my pain it's karma yeah <laughs> <laughs> people are like what the heck is this okay uh, um yeah thank you guys for listening uh i hope you enjoyed it yeah I come remember. Ra- come back around next week. All right. Remember, <laughs> remember to stay out of trouble unless you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The breathing. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Everyone, I'm going to. I do this thing in the podcast where uh, we. I count down to five and you say how you're doing. And this time, we'll both. Let's both like say what how we feel people are doing at the same exact time oh people are doing yeah we have to answer accordingly so like if you say good we'll be like good that's good or if you say bad we'll be like that's bad or who knows what's gonna happen okay Okay, here we go one two three four five i think people are doing bad you said bad yes Oh, I say good just because it's like it's coming into the weekend, you know, less sun well, stresses off. But a little I, bit. we'll post these on Mondays, remember? Oh. Yeah. I, well, and when I feel bad, I just feel like everybody else is feeling bad. Oh. Maybe. Okay, oh, well, this is enough. We're talking too much. Remember, I stay out of trouble unless you want more drama for your mama. See you next week.